How you doing, y'all? Welcome to Nappy and Jay. Um, on today's show, we actually have a very special guest. So today's guest is a proud owner of two successful and thriving businesses. She's a single and relatable badass mom, and she's on a mission. Uh, today's guest is a wedding photographer and a leader for lost moms who need to rediscover their big dreams. Once upon a time, our guest was pleasing, directionless, and in utter survival mode, and lonely because her big dreams didn't seem to match up with the life that she had built. And that's how it's supposed to be as a mom, though, right? Not for her. Today, she's the best version of herself, and tomorrow, she'll be even better. Welcome to the show, April Sky. Let's get it cracking. Bro, I wish we were at fucking Disney World. <laughs> Is that a podcast? Dude, and then fucking interviewing <laughs> fucking we, Mickey we, Mouse. We were never met April. That's true. <laughs> so on today's show, we're going to start with Nappy's Internet Moments. Um, we got three tweets, jiggling arm fat, blocking people, oh, a whole bunch shit. of weird stuff. Uh, Jay, what do you got for I'm gonna us today? Be, I'm going to be talking about how to discipline a child in... Maybe peculiar ways. So and oh and 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 also nappy. No, (laughs) (laughs) oh shit, you just shitted on me, yo. But and then nappy nappy has like a pretty good one as well. Oh yeah, I've got a really really cool way I I discipline my children that I don't have. Yes. (laughs) All right. And then in the meet, we're gonna be interviewing April. She's gonna tell us about being a single mom. I've got a lot of questions. I grew up with a single mom. I know yeah. Jay's got some questions, but we're going to make it kind of interesting. So it's not just going to be your prototypical interview. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So be prepared to... Do you guys to, Google single moms? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then we'll end with the lightning round. Yes. But let's get into it. Nappy's Internet Moments. Welcome to Nappy's Internet Moments. It's on the internet, and it's my moment. It's my moment. Let me shine. You love it. Let you shine, bro. <laughs> All right, first tweet. From babe to blocked... What a true love story. What do you think? I feel like every relationship I've ever been in has been from babe to blocked. That's it. Every single Damn. one. So you have no friends after. It's like you go from like dating the girl and then you're like, you know what? Block. I, I Yeah, I think it's always them that block me though. Like oh. I don't know if I'm the blocker. Maybe because you're annoying, bro, and they realize it. <laughs> They're like, yo, I didn't realize it when I was dating him, but yo, this guy yeah. is mad annoying. I can't even see his shit anymore. That's fucked up, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever blocked an ex? I've, She's like all of them. <laughs> um, I block about a guy every other day. Wait, um, what? So not your ex, She's is just guys. Average. I she- block a lot of guys. <laughs> um, I won a 40 under 40 article years ago, and ever since that article came out, blasting that I'm a single mom. Wait, wait, Constant. time out. Can you explain to us the 40 under 40 thing? Yeah. What 40 under 40 means? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So a 40 under 40 award basically is when they take, in this community, so it was in Billings, Montana, the biggest city in Montana. Um, <laughs> the, and, the only uh, city in the Montana. Montana. <laughs> <laughs> and basically they have these all over. Um, but they uh, take nominations and 40 people under the age of 40 that are doing something outstanding for the world, the community, whatever, get nominated. And I won. Oh, And so it was great, but it had kind of exploded the fact that I was a single mom. And now that I own it so heavily on social media, constantly getting guys that either have a thing for single moms. And have oh, oh, yeah. Or they're single dads and they need a mom for their child. Oh. And, I Wait, <laughs> and you're not, you're not like down a, for that. These guys are just like hitting her up like she's an application. <laughs> I, like, I heard you was a single mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, looking for, I'm looking for one of those right now. All right. Uh, next tweet. People who post less on social media be thinking that they have a master's degree in maturity. That's, That's me. not me. That's you. I I, I have a doctorate, not a master's. So. <laughs> nah, but no, straight up, fuck fuck social media, man. Wait, <laughs> I like it. 
I, I think mean, she does too. Yeah, I mean that's where you guys like do your shit. We, it's I where mean, we make our living. That's, that's I, not I guess, true. That's I, not true. For I guess me, that's but. where the podcast is too. But I don't know. Social media is not good for your brain, bro. Okay, so if I didn't have to be so active on social media, I wouldn't. It is exhausting. That's it fair. takes there away from being present, but it's an incredible way to make a living. Like how that's fascinating true. that you can make I like know. a seven-figure income from your phone. I think that's what it is, though. I feel like everybody's just trying to make that living. There's some that's people that true. just post, I guess. I but think like, most people do that. Yeah, I don't know. Not everybody's an influencer. Bro, everybody's trying to be an influencer. We're at Pod, <laughs> we're, we're at Podfest. I think it's just like maybe getting in your head that everybody here, everybody all the time. Well, I was talking specifically about my friends. So every all your friends are influencers. Yes. Well, no, they're trying to be. That's oh. the thing. That's the key is that no one is an influencer, but everybody's trying to be an influencer. Maybe it's because you're hanging out with people like yourself that are trying to be an influencer, bro. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to be an influencer. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody's like dream deep down right now. I, I would think that any kid growing up in our age, I think I read somewhere or I saw in, like on this news article that Kids, like, in their teens right now, they want to grow up and be bloggers or YouTubers. Like, that's, like, the number one career you want. It's weird, though, because I feel like that's us, too. Yeah. Be a travel blogger. That's, you really? that's, that's what you no, want. No, I would not. One of my best friends is, and he was great with it, but it's not the rule. It's the exception. Like, there's yeah. not a ton of people that actually make it work. It's, it's great hard. to try. And, I mean, the world wouldn't work if we all were influencers or we were all that's entrepreneurs true. Yeah. and it wouldn't go around. So it makes sense that so many people fail. Yeah. Not it's us. not going to be us, though. Yeah, not that's us. right. There not you us. go. <laughs> Jiggle her arm fat mid-argument. Bet she shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's aggressive. But I honestly, I, it has worked for me in the past. You've done it? I, yeah, 100%. So you argument, read this tweet and you were like, dude. I was like, I can relate to this. Oh I can relate God. to this. That's like the, I feel like women, the biggest thing they hate the most is like Arm being fat? fat. No, no, no. Just like the idea of being That's fat. That's not true at all. Once okay. they hit 30, they're fine. You think so? all of it. <laughs> I don't care. So you're saying it's immature girls that are worried about their fat. It's more so youth before kids. I feel like it's more of an issue. After you have kids, you're just like, it got stretched out. That, fine. Oh, that's <laughs> Everything's true. stretched. Everything jiggles. You just own it. And once you turn 30 and you keep getting older, as Oprah said, her 50s and 60s have been her favorite. So. Shit. So, so, so if She's a guy- definitely making that shit up. <laughs> she, no, not you. Not you. Not, not you. I'm, saying, I'm saying Oprah's making that shit nah, up. Nah, do you think about that, bro? Well, Oprah's o- killing it. Oprah, oh, Oprah has, yeah. like, she's probably just chilling, bro. She has billions of dollars mm-hmm. fucking living life. <laughs> but but so, yo, if somebody did that to you, would you shut up? Yeah, yeah we it, giggle and tickle. <laughs> yo, it works maybe it, then. It, it would definitely it? catch you off to be like, did you tickle my arm? Yeah, <laughs> you guys are just like in a serious conversation, you just grabbed it and just like wiggled yeah. it around. It would totally take away the argument because you would have to yeah, laugh. That's what I'm saying. Or be like, what the fuck? Or start a new argument. You'd be uh, like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You haven't been working out, I see. <laughs> oh, I guess it depends on how you word it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you were just really anything. making mean. <laughs> All right, Jay, let's go to your uh, peculiar mind. I want to hear some bad ways, or no, some good ways to A discipline. Unique ways. Unique ways to discipline there you your go. kid. Let's get it going. Jay's peculiar mind. Random shit that will make you shit. <laughs> All, All right. right, make me shit. Yo, that's what I'm here to do. All right, so the first way I found online uh, was this parent. He was a cop, and um, his son would never, like, clean up the dog poop outside, and he kept on telling him, yo, clean up the dog poop. Classic. Clean up the dog poop. And he's like, yo, <laughs> he's like, this kid isn't doing it. He's not learning. I'm going to put dog shit in his backpack. 
So he put dog <laughs> shit in the kid's backpack. He went to school, and then the parent ended up with a fucking charge. Yeah. I guess it's kind of abusive. I mean, is, I'm down it, for it. it I'm down it? for it. You've, I've thrown kitty litter in a laundromat before. What? That's not, that's not anything. How old was the kid? Did you say? He was in high school. That's kind of funny. That's what yeah. I'm saying. How are you going to get a, Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. High school, yeah. How he's kind of like bullying charge? his own kid. That's pretty hype. I feel like that's what you got to do. Right? Isn't that, isn't <laughs> no, that what parents no, no. do? You just kind of bully your kid into doing what you want them to do. Okay, that's very old school. <laughs> oh, oh, I guess so. Oh, we got oh. single mom on here oh. telling us what oh, to do. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes. All right, so how would you, what would you do? Would you be mad that your husband put shit in your son's backpack? Or would you put the <laughs> shit in the backpack? <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on the child, honestly. Like, if it's a child that's already struggling with bullying or has some depression issues yeah, or something, yeah. like, okay. I think it really, really has to depend on the situation. That's fair. But and is that really Yeah, dick. my kid's definitely going to be used to being fucked with. So he's yeah, going to understand. Gonna read it. Just like people, you kind of have to read, like, are they going to go, like, cry after I joke about this? Or can they handle it? Like, yeah. Like, do you think that the kid, like, just, like, opened up his backpack, there's a bunch of shit in it, and then, like, how, how do you think that, how do you think they it? found out? I think that they, they smelled something. They're like, yo, is there something on my shoe? They looked in their shoe, and then the, the teacher asked for their homework. They opened it up, and it was There's like, shit oh, on shit. It. And then they're like, uh, <laughs> the teacher's like, what the fuck do I do with this? And they're like, yo, we're calling the police. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. The teachers, yeah, yeah. Okay, the next one, uh, Rosario Dawson. She's an actress. Um, she talked about her mom in an interview, and she said her mom is a six-foot-tall Amazon woman. That makes and sense. what she would do to discipline her— If any girl is six-foot, she's an Amazon woman. I don't fuck with six-foot people. Okay. okay. <laughs> six-foot people in general? In general. Or That's it, you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But anyways, so her mom would lick her on her armpit and on her face to discipline her. What? <laughs> and, what, does, what does it even do? I, I, I guess it just like disgusts her. Yeah, her mom. Her mom said, "Apparently, you came out of my body, and I own every part of you." That That's just shows sick. you. He's like, "Yo, I fucking own that you." Some serious counseling. Just yo. <laughs> lick your armpit, yo. <laughs> I yeah, honestly, that that'd be kind of. If my mom ever fucking licked me, like I would armpit. stop armpit. doing. Yeah, armpit anywhere, face. No one likes me. Like, That's what I'm saying. Really? Especially your mom. Like dude. I'd be like, nah, Camille, you need to chill. It's, <laughs> dude, it's like a lioness, bro. Doing it to her cub. She's like licking them. Oh, bro. that would be punishment, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, no, that's what it I'm is. That's actually gonna be how I shower my kids. Just lick them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should you, start getting back to our yes. We gotta get back to our roots. We're we're not cats, bro. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let let's hear your fucking discipline. Oh yeah, yeah. So, okay, so this is my method. So, like, you know how, like, kids, like, they don't – I don't know how to explain this, but more or less, let's say you had, like, a young little teen and you're trying to tell them, like, you know, not to drink or do drugs because that's what we do as parents. You know, us parents. Yes. Uh, yeah, parents. us parents here. Yeah, right here. <laughs> <laughs> So I, what you should do is I would just set up a trap. I'd put a, a beer – in the back of a cage. Yes. And if the kid ever went to the back of the cage to drink the beer, it would trap him in the cage. And it would teach him, listen, if you drink, you're going to go to jail. Dun, and then dun, we dun. leave him in the jail for as long as For like 45 week, hours. At least, with just the beer. Yeah. Starting at like age five? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I said. Yeah, yeah. I would say this punishment starts about like... Nine. Nine. Nine is about nine, the age. Nine. What do you think about that? Yeah, would you do that? Would you be down Are you going to start? Trap? Are you going to start? <laughs> When you go back home, I should invent this trap. This? <laughs> like, <ear> trap? Yeah. <laughs> Just trap it your kids. Teach them lessons, though. It's like, listen, if you do bad shit, you're gonna go to jail. Yeah, 
don't don't drink parenting. alcohol. This is perfect. This is good dadding. Do you you don't? What's funny is I think it would depend on the age again. Like okay, sometimes their brains aren't developed enough yet, depending on the age, to understand the concept of stealing or that they oh. did something yeah. wrong. Especially that they live so heavily in their imaginative play from like birth, even sometimes up to seven. Oh shit! And so to She's got down the actual psychology. Well, I have all these degrees. I mean, oh. <laughs> she's like, "Oops, it fell out of my pocket." Oh, wow. <laughs> is that my degrees? <laughs> but that's what's hard with dads is like a three-year-old. They're like, "All right, tell me about your day. What'd you learn at school?" They yeah. can't recall that. Their brain can't pull back from that morning and be like, "Oh, I did X, Y, and Z, and here's five plus seven. Like, they, that's just not how it works. It's like dads, like, "Yo, bro, what you learned at school Yo. today, bro?" No, then, I'm uh, four, dad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so you're saying all dads are just dumb? No. I think like, that's kinda. what she said. She's I, like, think that's, I think she, that's what she's trying to say. I feel like just by nature, women are definitely more of the nurturers, and males are generally more of the disciplinaries. But when you're yes. a single mom, as your mom would yes. know, yeah. you get to be both, and it is a very unique balance to have to find. Yes. It is very I feel hard. like it's even harder for the guy actually as a single dad to be the disciplinary, but also the yeah. softy. Like it's dude, it's that'd be kind of weird. I'm well, I could be soft though, so I feel like I could pull it off. Uh, yeah, I feel like I could pull it off, but I feel like it would definitely be super hard. I mean, I don't know how you're doing. We'd have to get your kid on the show. Work in progress. Let's call him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How is your mom? Doing? He loves talking about poops. So. <laughs> oh, sick! That's perfect. He's gonna be just like you. Jen. Yes. No. Oh shit! She's no. <laughs> All right, let's get into the meat. Let's get into the to the heart of the interview. Let's get a crack. Meat, meat, meat. Bring on meat, the meat. meat. This ain't no vegan shit, bro. I want to see your meat. meat, meat oh. Meat, meat. <laughs> What'd you think about that? Yeah, do you like our transition? I love the transition. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into the meat. Um, so we have April here. Obviously, you already heard about her degrees because she can't stop talking about them. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Um, and we want to yeah, we want to talk about single momhood. I, I think like it's a really interesting topic that uh, we really would never no. think to talk about on this show. To be honest, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, once we met her, I thought to think of yeah, about yeah, yeah. Once we it. thought about it, we're like shit, I have a single mom. Like that was pretty cool. Like let's get into it and talk about yeah. I, I want to hear probably I guess just to start, tell us about your kid. Like what what are your what are your initial struggles with parenting a single child? Uh, what, as a single mom, are, what's your biggest struggle? My biggest struggle is being an entrepreneurial single mom. It's oh. not, it's like I have a few kids. I have my two businesses and him. Oh, shit. And so, and I don't really ever believe there's a magical balance with anything. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of figuring out who you are and what works for you and then going for it. Um, Co-parenting is definitely more difficult when you have different parenting styles. We live in different cities. It's kind of like you and oh, the dad, big dad. daddy. Oh. And wait, wait, can you tell us? Wait, what happened before yeah, you? Yeah. What happened to that? What exactly you don't mind went down? Baby daddy, ex-husband. Um, I don't know why I prefer the term baby daddy to ex-husband. I think no. ex-husband. I, I like baby daddy old. too, though. Yeah, baby old. daddy's like kind of the thing you say when you're like millennial. Like I've never even <laughs> like heard baby mama. Well, yeah, oh, you no. usually say baby mama, but like baby daddy is cool because you don't hear that so often. So That's it's true. like yo, back at it. So yeah, like tell us what happened, like. How, well, yeah. first off, let's get deep. What happened to your relationship? Yeah. What happened to our relationship? So I got married when I was 12. No way. No, You're fucking lying. <laughs> I was like, yo, in Montana, I, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, yeah. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> There's like seven people there. They're like kind of in the same age range. They're like, yo, fuck it. <laughs> 
So I know you guys don't know much about this, but there's there's these things called old souls. They're really oh, maturity young Jesus. age. Jesus, here we go. See, Ouch. And, Ouch. Ouch. and that's what I've been. I've always kind of been boring. Like, one of those more grown up. Okay, I had a lot of fun. But grown up, I'm like, oh, I know everything. And so I met him when I was 21, engaged to 22, married at 23. Holy shit. So I was young. Kind of have that a was quick. Yeah. quick. One year. And if you know much about, so like Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, it's pretty common to get married early, have kids yeah. early. Right. And so we got married. Um, had my little guy when I was 26 and like I had said, just through getting older and coming into my own more and doing these different things that were allowing me to kind of figure out who I was and find my voice. I was like, holy shit. Like we are nothing alike. We, yeah. we don't even have a relationship. Yeah. Wow. We just weren't close at all. He was gone every two weeks for the oil and it, for the oil. He was oh. in the oil field. It's oh, huge. Wow. And do you guys That's know crazy. About? No, we know nothing about oh, oil. So That's why. In the oil fields, it's like a two-on, two-off schedule. And it's just like, I am not what he needs. He's not what I need. Like, right. this is not okay for our child. And I came from a pretty long line of, as a lot of people do, just not crazy healthy relationships to have modeled. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, okay. It starts with the parents. Eat, it always starts with the parents. Or the, the grandparents, the great grandparents. You yeah. just come from these long lines. It's like, all right, this is done. I'm going to break the mold. And I'm just going to figure it out. So you want to set the stage differently for your child so they don't kind of go in that same yeah. pattern. And so, yeah, that's what happened. We separated and were divorced, yeah, three years ago now. Was it was it mutual? or no. Oh, so it was you. So you were like, yo, I'm a boss-ass bitch. <laughs> Not the words I use. But, but that's the way you felt. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what went down? Like you told him, look, I want to get divorced. So it wasn't just like it had been. <laughs> hey, I sent him a text. Message, Yo, bro, want to get a divorce? Just want a divorce right now. <laughs> no, uh, it had been like an ongoing conversation. So yeah. obviously, he was starting to get aware that something was wrong. And then I went to like counseling by myself forever, and then just tried and tried, tried, and you get to a point where you're just like, absolutely not. Yeah. Like there's just no way. Yeah, you um, just reached a breaking point. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, it worked out really well for him. Mm-hmm. He actually has another baby due in April. Oh, He's getting shit. married. So oh. he's doing great. I'm really proud of that. <laughs> what about you? You're doing great too, though. I am. No, I know. I'm doing great in a different way. Like, yeah, I love I, that though. When somebody else takes the L, you're like, yeah, they're doing great. Like their yeah. life is good. She finding the secretly she's in her mind. She's like, yeah, she's with some ugly ass girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another kid on the way. Yeah, that, that baby's about to be ugly as fuck. <laughs> it wasn't that typical. Like, uh, actually, she's she's amazing. Like out of the three mm. he chose, that one. Oh, was wait, my what? Favorite. Three. That one was my favorite. Oh, wait. <laughs> did you pick? Did you did help? Did you tell him? Did you tell him? I did him? not. Oh. I did not. But you said, I, hey, this is my favorite one <laughs> out of the three. Yeah. <laughs> pick that one? No. No, she's amazing. Um, me, I, yeah, I went a different route. Like I said, I went mm-hmm. business kind of uh, falling in love with yourself, figuring out who you were so you're not only. Oh, yeah. You can be the right partner. When mm-hmm. you're like the right partner for yourself, mm-hmm. you're an excellent partner for someone else. Yeah. It's like falling in love with yourself, being your own soulmate. Yeah. We keep running around trying to find these people to complete us. And it works for some people. It doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think that's us too. I mean, I've known that my whole life. That's why I think I just known this earlier than you. So I never got in that <laughs> situation. I mean, I've been in long relationships, maybe like a year once. That's about it. That's like my longest relationship. Wait, how it's long was your crazy. relationship? I'm sorry. Three years. Oh. No, we've been divorced for three years. We were to, we were married for, I think, eight years. Oh, oh shit. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm almost 32, so there's oh. some age in there. Whoa, you guys <laughs> did it. Yes, yeah, did. that's crazy. Yes. Yeah, so like I feel like, so, well, at least for me, like I just knew that I 
wasn't re- maybe I haven't met that person though that is like me. I think of what you're saying too is like you have this drive in you, you have these ideas, and you want to like kind of funnel it to your business, and you want somebody that's going to be able to fit in your life with those things. Mm. Absolutely. Okay, you know? I'm going to nerd out on you guys for a second. Go ahead. Have okay. you heard of the Enneagram? No. <gasps> Okay, so this is going to transform both your lives with dating, with business, with everything. It is the most like respected, old, known personality test out there. It's not woo-woo. It's not ridiculous. Like there's so much research behind it. You can Google a gazillion different Instagram accounts. There's so many podcasts on the Enneagram. Yeah. And there's nine different person. Yes, write it down. There's nine different personality types. You take it and you start. That's when you really start to come into your own. And then you start to see who you're compatible with. Um, yeah, I'm kind of like astrology. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> kidding, 16 yeah. personalities test. Yeah, we, we've talked Similar. about another. Yeah, we talked about it on our. That one's a little show. more fluffy, which yeah, is good, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is good. Or like Myers-Briggs. They're all wonderful. Yeah, but yeah. this right. one is like you just like spoke to my soul and you can't hide shit. Like you have to be so honest when you're taking it. Yeah. And then you get to see what you're like in your highest vibration, your mid vibration, your lowest. You get mm. to learn how to pull yourself out of that darkness. You get to wow. learn who you're compatible with. It's. Did you take it after you got divorced? No, I actually took it a year ago in Bali. I was at a refresher treat. And I took it, and that's when everything massively changed. Mm-hmm. It's when, actually, a year ago tomorrow is when I announced my second business. Okay. And it was because of taking that and doing a lot of this work that that kind of exploded in itself. That's crazy. Wait, so tell us about your two businesses that you started. Yeah. So I know you were telling us before the show you do wedding photography. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you're saying that – so this is that the not, – that's not the new business. That's the oldie. Okay. And the new business is the one that you're trying to move to full time. Yes. What is that? Okay. So the first business did, yes, start as wedding photography and that's kind of what exploded and has allowed me to fully um, support my child and I financially for the past three years. Very nice. I just recently transitioned out of weddings into a photographer of motherhood because it was really hard to almost, it felt like I had to have two identities. One is a wedding photographer. One is this like unfiltered, raw, real mom. (laughs) And I didn't like that. I didn't like having to not get to be me all the time. And so as a photographer of motherhood, I still get to be me. That's Um, true. So this other business, uh, Kind of was created two years ago. I started a Facebook group when I was just struggling. I'm like, if I can't find what I need, I'm going to create it. So I made this like safe space for moms and it's grown and it's grown and it's grown. And then almost a year ago, I created the profitable business called Moms Made for More, hmm. where essentially I do group coaching, one-on-one coaching. I host retreats. Um, That's I do amazing. live events. And it, the whole concept is basically taking them through this journey that I myself went through to find my voice, to discover who I was, what I need, what I don't need to kind of just get on that journey to your highest vibration. Awesome. She knows about all these vibrations. What is vibrations? Your highest vibration is like similar to your highest your highest potential. So we oh, hear okay. all these people like Tony Robbins and Oprah and all these people talking about how when you are laying there on your deathbed, you want to look back and be like, I left it all on the table. Like, yeah, okay. I just, I lived it and I reached that. Like, and I mean, technically I don't think you ever sort of reach your highest potential. I feel like yeah. the whole you're point kind of is finding to keep it. evolving. Yeah. 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 So keep growing. But when you're laying there dying on your deathbed, hopefully at like 99 years old, you look back and you're Shit. like, I did it. I left it all out earlier. there. <laughs> oh no, I'm making it to 90. I'm going to freaking do it. Buddy White style. Yeah. Do you guys <laughs> know Buddy who Buddy White? Is? Are you? You're lying. You I have swear. To be Golden lying. Girls. Dude, nope. Betty White. She's in so oh, many. Oh, Betty White. Betty White. Yeah, with the I white hair. Wait, you thought yes. it was Betty White? No, I don't know. <laughs> the rapper. 
<laughs> that's Freddie Wap. Yeah. Oh, that's Freddie, Freddie White. White. Yo, that's a new rapper. She's like ninety-six. Right is she? Wow. Is she that old? Yeah. Do you, do you, uh, she's out. She's like think acting. about Golden Girls, bro. She was old in that show. <laughs> I honestly so have never seen Golden Girls. Oh okay, my well, god. Okay. Well, she's in a thousand other things. We'll look it up after. Yeah. This. But yeah. Golden Girls is a good show, so you might want to watch. <laughs> she's it. like, I watched. I think every she day. outlived everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Okay. I want to talk about the dating scene for single mothers because I feel like that's probably the hardest like oh, true. thing to go through because you have a kid and there are probably are stigmas. I don't know. I'm not one. But go ahead and talk about it. I absolutely <laughs> think there are stigmas. Um, depending on where you're at, I think the automatic assumption is a single mom is just looking for a baby daddy or a future baby daddy <laughs> yeah. to support her and pay her bills. Yeah. Which Straight could up. not be. Th- farther from the truth for all the single moms that I know really well. I've co- of course met some, but these, you have to understand these single moms that are looking for these men to help them financially. It's all they've ever known. Mm. They feel like they don't have any other option. That's so really you can true. kind of empathize and see. Yeah. Um, but then there are those of us, um, all the ones like I said, I'm close with that. We are really hard workers, mm-hmm. yeah. whether they have a Monday through Friday, eight to five. And yeah. then on the weekends, they're taking their kids to sports constantly. And they're doing everything. They're cleaning the house. Cause you, you literally are everything. You're the yeah. accountant. You're the house cleaner. Yeah. You're the chef. Shit. You're the childcare provider. You are everything. Yeah. And how do you, how do you have time to like go out and date? Yeah. If yeah you're like, doing do, everything. Do you, wait, do you, wait, okay. Do you use dating apps? No, I never have. Me neither. I did it out of respect for my ex-husband initially because I didn't ever want us to have the awkwardness. And then it just, I really am still such a hopeless romantic at heart that I want to have that more organic meeting. I I, I couldn't relate to that more. Mm -hmm. I honestly just think it's weird to even like message someone. I, I just feel like it's. It's like inauthentic in a way. It's like you're. It's it's almost like desperation. It's like I don't want somebody that's desperate for that. I want someone uh-huh. to be just like desperate for themselves, and then us two just connect over that. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Well, and it's crazy because I mean I have photographed so many couples mm-hmm. for their weddings that met on dating apps, yeah. and they're yeah. bomb ass couples. Yeah. So I get it, but I'm just like I'm not there. I mean, it could change. You never know. We all change. Yeah. yeah. But for now, it's I'm like just once like, I hit 35, <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna get on there. Clock is ticking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, it's crazy. So I got divorced when I was 28, and I was like, okay, by the time I'm 32, uh, if I haven't met him, I'm just going to go buy sperm. I'm going to be 32 in like a month, and I'm Holy not ready to buy shit. sperm. So yeah. <laughs> we're just going to keep going. You're younger than you think. And especially at like, oh, my God, I feel like everybody just like stresses about 30. Yeah. I, oh, feel like, I feel like I'm going to stress more about like my mid-40s. But That's you're what also I a guy, I feel like, though. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude's got it a little easier, in my opinion. It's the whole baby-making thing. But actually, so where I live in Montana, mm-hmm. In Bozeman, mm-hmm. it's one of the most progressive places in Montana because a lot of people aren't from Montana; they're from all over. Oh. Okay. And I'm actually one of the youngest moms at my son's preschool. There are women in their 40s that are still having kids, and it is amazing. And they're wow. healthy, and they're wonderful. Wow. And because our bodies are so much Evolving. more capable, than yeah. We give, I mean, you still have to be careful. There's still risks. Mm. It may take a lot longer to get pregnant. Yeah. But it's not like, oh, she's 34. She's done. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's done. She's broken. Yeah. Well, no. I feel like so. Do you feel like a lot of guys kind of look at you when they're? I mean, I don't know who you've dated since your husband. Have you been on a lot of like good dates with a lot of like honest good men, or do you feel like a lot of guys are just kind of just like looking for you? Like, oh, you're a mom. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to bang. I actually have not had 
Well, I can't, if I would let them get past the point of me blocking them, maybe. Oh, yeah. shit. But I honestly, I read people really quickly and really well. And yeah. so the two that I have dated since my ex-husband were all were both just wonderful people. Um, they were very interested in just my ambition and me as a person. Um, it was never, I haven't had that encounter of like, hey, do you want to just hook up? Because like I said, I, I feel it. And I'm just yeah. like, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. So you're Black. done. You're done Black. with that. Black. You're done with that. I have no you time never... patience. <laughs> I don't want any of that. Even just yeah. text any of that. Just that's why yeah. I don't do dating apps too. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. So, have you ever thought about once you do find a guy, how you're going to introduce him to your son? Well, I've actually gone through this before. So, okay. I had a very serious relationship for a year and a half that just ended in what month are we in? December. And so oh. we waited quite a while. Like you just kind of feel it out yeah. and make sure that you know the that's a big knows step. About it. it yeah. is a big step. Yeah. And because you have to. And I mean, I understand how everyone has their own preference for how long they wait and how they do it. For me personally, I needed to wait to really get to know this person, Mm -hmm. to feel strongly about this person, to meet other people that this person knew. Because it's it's a scary thing, introducing someone new to your child. Um, The first time he met him, we did a 5K together. It was Thanksgiving, actually. So just very laid back. And he met all of my other family, too. So it's almost like a... A group Kumbaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kumbaya yeah. 5K. Make sure everyone gets <laughs> We just a good ran deal. three miles. Let's <laughs> let's meet the family. Here's my child. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it just depends on the person. Mm-hmm. As far as you'd ask before dating, so I think it also depends if the moms because there are moms that are full-time. They don't have shared custody. Like they have their child yeah. all the time. No, exactly. Oh, wait, wait, you have shared custody. Yes. Well, he has him um like a Thursday through Sunday, twice a month. So if I want to, okay. I could go out two weekends a month, but mm-hmm. I generally just jam pack my schedule with work. Yeah. Especially, right. Cause that's, that's, yeah, you have too much on your plate to be yes. running around and yeah. going because out. Because my like whole that. concept is you can be a phenomenal parent and a phenomenal entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You just have to figure out who you are and find your own kind of system, your own yeah. rhythm. Yeah. Um, and you got to sacrifice your entire social life. <laughs> yeah. And wait, so what happened? When you become a parent, you don't really mind as much. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's me now. I like as I kind of get older. I mean, in my late twenties, I would say now I'm freaking twenty seven, which is crazy. I didn't even think I was ever going to get here. But <laughs> but I I feel like I've noticed myself. I I really do not care about going out anymore. I used to. I'm telling you, I'd be the person. I'd be yes. out the whole time, the whole time, yes. Thursday through Sunday, bottles, bitches, the whole nine yards. Sorry, I don't want to say bitches, women or guys. Who cares? I thought you <laughs> said 2020. You're not going to do that. Bro. I, I was close. Eey. It's about half. Well, we're four months in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like I found myself now, like I care more about making money and doing my own business. Like yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. spend my weekends not going out and getting fucked up and then having to wake up at 11, being hungover, not doing work. Like I'm going to work till 12, getting into its rest, yes. wake up and do more work. You literally pay like a hundred dollars to have a horrible hangover the next day. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'd rather invest my time than spend my time. I'm 25, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Jay's <laughs> he recovers I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, Jay doesn't really go but out. I really much. don't go out. I just, yeah. I just still drink though. He's, he's a, he's an old soul. Yeah, not really. Like an old weed soul. I'm like an old soul, <laughs> but young at heart. <laughs> you have like a baby heart and an old man soul. There yeah, you go. You can have both. Yeah. Wait, so time out. Like, what kind of things do you do with your kid? Like, uh, that sounds weird. <laughs> what do you well, do yo, with your kid? Well, yeah, what, what do you do? <laughs> do you feel like as a mom, you know, having a son, do you feel like he feels kind of like empty without that dad presence? Or do you feel like his dad's a good dad? So I feel like that is 
a great question. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one that single moms always kind of um, battle with because mm-hmm. they yeah. want that healthy male influence. I actually, that's why I got my child into karate. Oh, I no. wanted like that firm and because he has it every week year round. Yeah. I wanted that more firm male presence because he, especially since I always wasn't a single mom for the yeah. first two years, I stay home mom. And so he always knew me as like, yes, I'm firm with rules, but I'm also this maternal, like very yeah. empathetic, mm-hmm. loving human. And so now that I've had to go and be freaking like Nazi on his ass sometimes, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. And so, and since he's not with his dad that often because of the scheduling, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's when I would reach out to like really close friends that had husbands that I really respected and loved. I make mm-hmm. sure they're around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, Okay. I've heard of single moms hiring like mannies. Yeah. Mannies. Just to have that male. Because I think it's awesome. really important to awesome. have strong, good men around. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't know that there was a mannies thing. Yeah. There yeah. Are mannies. <laughs> There's big brothers, big sisters. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know what? It's actually weird you brought up the karate thing because like I grew up, my mom put me in karate. Yeah. I guess that's what she was thinking. <laughs> but I still grew up a dickhead. Like yeah. 100%. <laughs> yo, like, you're yo, giving I, your hope. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. I mean, I don't know your kid personally. But I, like I know me. Like I, It was hard. My mom worked a lot. You know what I mean? I think it's different. What's nice about being an entrepreneur is, and not having a corporate job, is you get to work from home. Yeah. When so I have him, I have him. That's like that's amazing. Like my mom was like out and gone. That's so I was so at hard. I was at daycare. I was at like after school programs. I definitely for the first like fifteen, I don't know, eighteen years of my life, like, yeah, my dad was there, but it's distant. It's different. You kinda of look at your dad more as like, oh, he's there every once in a while. He's like he's kind of more of like a like a like a friend. It's like someone you're just hanging out with for yeah. like those three days and then you just like don't really care because you know you're going to school with mom and everything no, exactly. else. I just think it's very hard because I like I know myself like growing up in that situation. I'm so thankful I had my brother in front of me because he took the brunt of having to figure out life by himself. But mm-hmm. I, I just think it's very difficult like growing up with a just single mom because there are going to be times where – you're missing that like strong male presence. Yeah, around. well, that's why that's a great point, yeah. and that's I think why I'm now feeling such a strong pull to help single moms financially to have a podcast that yeah. kind of speaks to it because literally the norm is that single moms live dollar to dollar and we struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you make decisions you feel like you wouldn't have had to make otherwise. Like I was speaking to someone yesterday whose mother was a single mother and had to give them up for adoption for a while. Because Jesus. literally she didn't know what else to do. She got them back eventually. That's crazy. But she's like, she she didn't feel like she had any options. Yeah. Uh, my Uber driver taking me here the other day, she's filing for bankruptcy, single mama three. It's like, cut. I wish there were more yeah. options and things they can do from home because they're working all these Monday through Friday, eight to fives, barely making it. Yeah. It's hard. After you pay for childcare. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have, I have a question. So because he only sees his dad a little bit. Do you feel like the dad does more fun things and that you get to be that Nazi? And like, how do you deal with that? Because I'm sure it's hard on you because you always feel like the bad guy and the dad's the, the cool, like you said, like a friend. Yeah, exactly. It's like your homie. Yeah. Yes. You know? There's actually a term for that. I didn't okay. make it up. There's a term for it where it's kind of called like um, the Disneyland parent. Oh, Whether, okay. sometimes the dads, <laughs> That makes sense. Because sometimes the dads have them more than the mom. Like sometimes it's reversed. Mm-hmm. And that was the case in the beginning, which you understand because they don't get to see him for very long. Mm-hmm. So they're like, let's go do all this fun stuff. Let's do the arcade and the movies and the sugar and all this whatnot. But I finally sat <laughs> <sugar>. down <laughs> and had a conversation with him. I was like, hey, like, it's really hard when I get him back and it's almost like this reset. Yeah. And he responded really well. Oh, that's good. He was able to see that. So now it's like earlier bedtimes, more consistent. They still do a ton of fun stuff. 
Mm. Good. But I think it helps as your child gets older. When yeah. they're young, it is hard yeah. to be like, you're no fun. I'm leaving you. No, exactly. <laughs> I've been told that so many times. I'm going to go live with another mom. It's like, well, okay. Oh, shit. Good luck with that. So, <laughs> so, so you deal with a lot of single moms. I'm sure like some of the dads do not care or whoever the Disneyland parent is don't care. H- how do you counsel them to like get through that? You know, it's hard because every situation is so different. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it was a single mom in the case, because I actually do have a lot of friends where the dads just, they either don't have a lot of education and know what yeah. to do. They're rebelling on purpose because it's the only way they know how to hurt yeah. that person because there's still feelings involved. Yeah. I it's got a lot really to difficult say about that. You, what I have learned through so many different things is you can only really control what's going around you, especially mm-hmm. with parenting. If you... If the other parent who's frustrating you is not physically harming the child, there's really not much you can do about it. Yeah. So just learning to control what's on your side while still one of the biggest and most important things I could have ever learned is putting yourself in the other person's shoes and trying to understand where their brain is coming from. So you learn how to guide the conversation when you're begging them to please work yeah. with you on stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was really difficult. So my situation growing up, like my parents' divorce was wild like i was in court a lot like yeah like it was yeah 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 like it was a mess like like physical altercations like a lot so they really did do like the whole and i i probably didn't notice it a lot growing up but i know for a fact there would be so many times where like my dad's talking to me be like oh your mom does this like oh she shouldn't do that you know like like telling me little like little things like ah like it shouldn't be like that and then like i know my mom doesn't want to be like that but i also know my mom was the same way like oh don't listen to your dad you know what i mean and it's just like a constantly battle and Mm -hmm. like they're just tearing each other down and to the kid you're just like uh, like who do I believe like what's mm-hmm. going on and it's hard because I'm with my mom the whole time so I just kind of like stuck on my mom but my brother did the other way where like he'd get mad at my mom and be like oh I'm going to live with dad and he'll like go live with my dad for like six months piss him off and then come back home yeah. oh, it's just like yeah. a mess you know what I mean yep. so I, I, I it's got to be hard to like counsel that especially since you went through a good pleasant I guess breakup. We'll call it that. Yes. Um, (laughs) It was one of those where I was thankful that in that moment, he just kind of let me do everything. I printed out all the paperwork. I filed all of it. I paid for everything and was able to do it out of courts. But there are a lot of situations that are different. And that is, it's like almost kind of like when someone gets cancer and they're in remission, there's still always that fear that it could come back. It's yeah. the same thing when you get a divorce. Just because you're divorced and you have a set parenting plan, someone can always decide yeah. to be angry and change yeah. their mind and take you to court. It is this constant fear yeah. until your child is like 18. And I have friends Shit. that are going through that right now. Their ex-husband's just pissed and they're taking him to court and it's so much yeah. money. And it's terrifying mm-hmm. to think of your child being take away, taken away from you even more than they already are. Yeah. Do you feel like when you guys first separated that if you would have been with another guy – that he would have flipped a switch and been really upset, your ex-husband? Like if I would have left him for another guy? Yeah. Oh, I could imagine. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, I'm saying, so. like, you know, I'm saying like not <laughs> you left him for another guy, but I'm saying like after you guys had divorced, 
you being with other people, do you think that like made him like hyper jealous? Like, was he did he know about the two other people you were with? He after? was already with someone else, so I actually didn't oh. start seeing. She got that pass. Yeah, She's like, all so right, good. He was already with um, a few other people before I started um, dating. I've always been someone that's a lot slower with things. Yeah. I'm very much so one person at a time gets all my focus, and so mm. that person better be very damn special. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, shit. <laughs> so, but yes, and I think that's very natural. It took it might even be hard. I haven't had a conversation with him about that lately, but the first person I tried to date I think did cause a lot of like, even though he was in a serious relationship, I think it did cause a lot of aggression and tension because my feelings were gone. I'm not sure if his were yet, but now with the second person, it was so much different because he had finally found the person that he was happy with. He was calmed. We actually, um, do my son's birthday parties together and he brought oh, his new sick. girlfriend and I brought the boyfriend I had had for like a year and it went really well. Oh, it went really well. Weird. I yeah, feel like it's good for the child to see them. That's true. If, as long as Early, we're all getting especially. along. Yeah. Because they're like, well, this is, you know, dad's friend and it's really important and this is mom's friend and everyone's being nice to each <laughs> yeah. other. I love the whole like five-year-old thing, like, this is my friend, yeah. this is dad's now. friend. <laughs> Obviously, if it's a toxic situation, you wouldn't want to try that. Yeah. yeah. But, I, I actually want to switch gears for one second before we uh, wrap up here. Or maybe we don't have to. <laughs> but, but like, give, tell us – I know, Jay, we did this part with you disciplining your child. Like, oh, yeah. tell us any stories or maybe, like, anything crazy that has happened with your child that you had to, like, go wild on him. Like, you said you had to go Nazi on him. Tell us what about does that. that. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Let me think of which story. <laughs> oh, no. Like, when, when was the, like, worst uh, time he misbehaved? So my son um, – so my ex-husband uh, has a – major attitude and so I even knew though before we had kids my I'm like whether it's a boy or a girl they're totally getting this attitude I just knew it because oh, no. he had had it since he was a little boy it was yeah. just a thing that they're born with and I mean it can you know be beneficial like I'm super stubborn too but yeah so he definitely has that just attitude oh my god he's only five though it's better now though yeah once he because he'll be six in july so he has a lot more um he's actually a very emotionally intelligent little human okay good insanely so but i would say from like two to four man oh my gosh just (laughs) bedtime especially oh my god he's a nightmare just gets so aggressive um, oh. <laughs> it's like beating her up. Oh <laughs> She's like at home, like stop. Yes. Probably a, a two-year-old. So I mean. I'm trying to think of like the angriest. I think it would be when he would like get aggressive and like yeah. hit and just be yeah. mean. Yeah. But that is when we started like OT and some counseling. Because my son actually has like some sensory processing things. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay. Which uh, have been so easy. Not easy. That was the wrong word. Yeah. It's been so much more manageable since we started OT because I used to be like a special education teacher. Yeah. And so I am all about early intervention and figuring it out now Mm -hmm. to set him up for success because he'll be in kindergarten next year. Yeah. Oh, no. And OT, he graduated out of speech and counseling have just been phenomenal resources because now he like can learn how to control his body and calm himself oh, and isn't just like, gosh. I'm going to punch everything. <laughs> he is strong. He's in the 100th percentile for size. Oh, like he's whoa. five and he's up to here on me. And I'm like, what? what? I'm he's like, a big shit. boy. Yeah. His dad's a pretty big guy. And then oh, all the shit. men on my side of the family were really tall. Oh, so, oh. he's going to be a basketball <laughs> like, player. Really big <laughs> but that was definitely hard. And that was when I was like in the thick of being a single mom. And I'm yeah. like, I'm this aggressive child. And we got kicked out of three different schools. Oh, oh, three oh, different schools. oh so he's, he's been, yeah. A, he's oh been yeah. An issue. Do, do you think that it's, it started cause you said two to four and mm-hmm. two is when you guys ended up getting the divorce. So, 
did the aggression start when the dad? Well, you said the dad wasn't around to begin with, or oh no, he, he every two weeks. Okay, so, okay, yeah, okay. So do you, so do you think that the divorce caused that aggression to? Well, and I mean, it was even a little bit before. I shouldn't say it was right around two. I would say it was a little after that, and I mean. It could because a lot of children crave routine and they crave consistency. And when you get a divorce, no matter how hard you try, there's going to be – and that's what sucks is like I wish I could give him the most consistent. But then again, as an entrepreneur, we really struggle with not being crazy, creative, chaotic. So that was a learned behavior that I had to adopt. Mm -hmm. It was like, all right, we need consistency. We need routine. We need schedules because he thrives with it. But again, that same thing, how you can only control what's going on in your parenting. Yeah, and I mean, so it's just like basically as co-parenting, you both do the best that you can and know that kids are resilient. Yeah. And they're going to figure it out. We're fucking crazy. I mean, I say like we as like, yeah, it was me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I honestly was like, that's what I'm saying. I, I really was like, same thing. I had like terrible, like behavioral problems growing up. How old were you? I honestly, it was pretty much the entire time. Like literally since I was like oh. fourth, probably fourth grade on to well, like that's 12th. older though. Yeah, yeah that's true. And Jamin's doing great now. I okay, just had his parent-teacher conference. His teachers love him. He's okay, so kind good. to all his friends. I was going to say, is he good, like, around other kids? Yes. Yeah. He okay, is good. a social butterfly. It was mostly just with me. I was his safe space. And that's true mm-hmm. for all kids in any situation. Yeah. Their mother is their safe space. They are Definitely. going to be the yeah, most 100%. little shits to them. Dude, Dude literally, I was taking the bar and my mom was actually complaining about me. Not complaining, but she's like, you just you, – you put yourself too, down too much because all she heard from me is just like just like saying I'm dumb. I like don't know this stuff. stuff. Just all negative. And she's like, you're so negative. You're so negative. Like you stress out too much. But like with my friends and stuff, people would say I'm a chill, laid back kind of guy. Yeah. So The it's mom weird. is definitely the safe. Yep, yeah. Safe I, I, she even like it's, – it's funny you say that because even today like – if my mom like texts me or call me, it's like I know I can just say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, exactly. Like you know what I mean? No, I'm yeah. not gonna hold back. I'm yeah. like, yo, this is what's truly going on. Like it, it, it's really crazy, actually. Like this son to like mom connection. Mm-hmm. At least for us, I mean, I don't know I've how heard it a lot is. About that. No, that, yeah, that's like huge. it's crazy. Yeah, because that's the thing too is like when he gets older, even if he gives you a problem, even in his like teens and whatever, once he gets to his like twenties. He's going to appreciate the fuck out of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So even if it gets hard, just know that he just doesn't understand and he's going to get there. Because I feel like he's going to hit another point where, like, there's going to be times where right. I feel like in the, in the teens, especially yeah. when you're just, like, you start doing other stuff. Like, you told him, like, this, like, alcohol or, like, drugs, like, weren't cool. Like, I mean, I don't know what he's going to do. But <laughs> <laughs> By then, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I don't know. All right. That was uh, that was good. Yeah, it was a great interview. I, I appreciate Thank you, you coming to the show. But yeah. Oh wait, we're not done. Oh, yeah. we got the lightning round. round. We got the lightning I round. I hope you have your lightning question. Round. Shit, I already asked it. Now I got to think of another one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to it. You have questions, right? Lightning round. All right. Actually, oh yeah, ask yours first. Okay. If everything in your house had to be one color. Which color would you choose? Me or you first. Oh, I'll go first because I have my answer. It's just <laughs> oh. a strange question. But actually, <laughs> it's just I love the color. Damn it, I'm not wearing it. It's like a, a teal blue, like an ocean. Ooh, that's yeah, I'm not going to lie. Just call me. Yeah, but wait. Think about like everything in your house being that color, like the toilet bowl. Okay. Like just like the walls. I would That, that shit would freak me out no matter White what. White would freak me out. Yeah. I would do off-white. I would do a neutral color. Off white, yeah. Well, off white, 
We off love white. an off white, but I, I would say blue because blue is my favorite color too. Like I'm more of like a teal, baby powder. Which blue? Baby blue. Baby blue is gonna be too much. It's a little cute. Think about it. Think about your little kid's room. You, it's he's like, like he's it's like, like a baby. How are you gonna go to sleep? It's just so bright. It's like Do you're red. looking at the sky. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, that would be intense. Red. <laughs> Toilet bowl, everything. Just your dishwasher. I guess dishwashers are cool. Beige, beige. Beige would be kind of. Eh. I don't want like a weird like. That's not weird. A weird hue. I'm not about that. Is that a hue? I don't really you, know. I don't really know the palette. You, you want it to be like so neutral that you don't even notice it. I don't even see it. I want it to be translucent. <laughs> like, if it's red, it's going to be, like, angry and shit. Is my oh, house big? Different colors do put off different energies. That's orange right. is happy. Orange, oh, orange is very I thought, happy. I feel like orange is not bad. Like, a light orange, like not, like, orange. But yeah. if you, not like, like a burnt orange. I literally hate people that, like, their favorite colors aren't. I think Vince. I used no to make fun way, of him. I used Vince? to make fun of him. Because we make fun of this guy because, you know, all his stuff. Like, his favorite movie is, is the Avengers. Not the Avengers. Uh, what's the one with... I, um, oh, Transformers? That's it. And he likes everything Who's top 40? Th- yeah, yeah, yeah. His favorite music, all top 40. His favorite <laughs> color is orange. Takes bubble baths. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this at I all. I like bubble baths. But we're bats. just shitting on him. <laughs> all right. The next question. Imagine, so this is mine. Imagine if you had a kid. Oh, yeah. And it was a guy. Or it could be a girl. But let's just say in our situation, it's a, it's a little, it's your, it's your son. Oh. Uh, what if your son came to you in about a year or two and was like, I would like to ident- identify as a woman? How what would, would you, you say? What would you say to him? Oh, am I going first? Yeah, you it's your son. So if it was my son at 12 years old, um, like I said, I've actually, um, so I have a like, mom support group on Facebook, on Facebook, and I do anonymous posts for people that don't want to have their name behind them. Okay. And um, I've had posts come up similar to this, and I had another conversation um where when they're like 12, 13 years old, I feel like a lot of parents are first approaching it as, let's give this some time to marinate. Like, are you confused by all of this just different hype on social media? Um, (laughs) Are you actually like a boy that's interested in other boys, not necessarily wanting to identify as a girl? Um, Maybe that is really how you feel. Like just giving them time and space to kind of think about it and sit with it rather than just like jumping right in and having a party. Because (laughs) then I feel like it confuses the situation maybe more. But again, and that's my parenting style. I am probably the most open-minded, least judgmental parent you will ever meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like everyone I, does their own thing. I mean, I don't think I would really care, but I would definitely be like, yo, bro, you got to give us some time. I would like, buy Yeah, a, I'm not going to be like, yo, all right, you're a female tomorrow. I I mean, I would buy a dress. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would probably Daily, do the same. No, I'd probably, do the, I, I'd probably do the same thing because like yeah. just let it rock. Just I'll be like, yo – when you when you're like eighteen, sixteen, then like yeah, what's what's the age that you think it's like appropriate to like deem yourself no a like female? I, I think that the the question is what's the age when you would be okay with them having surgery? Shit, I is don't. Is that a legal thing? Yeah, no, they, no, no. Well, kids are like at fourteen. Parents are allowing them to okay. have the surgery. That's like, so. That's, that's a hard. That's question, a little much I to me. Like. Yeah, I, I understand identifying as real because then you know what? I'll call you whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I don't care. But like, if you're gonna like change your body, I'm gonna like make you wait. That's like that's like my mom telling me about tattoos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't get them until you're old enough to understand like your decisions of like it's permanent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't make a permanent decision at 14 years old. Yeah. 
I just don't get that. Yeah. I think it's hard too because yeah, our brains aren't done yet developing with different things, especially yeah. like boys. I don't think your frontal lobe finishes developing till like twenty six. I don't think yeah. mine's ever finished. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky you. <laughs> Mine definitely finished five years ago, and I'm oh, twenty five right now. So I, I was so early. This, so this is it. Yeah, you're done. It sucks. <laughs> but again, yeah, just being like, well, every parent makes their own, and I feel like it's it would be easier if you definitely had. Well, I shouldn't say easier. It depends on your partner, but if like you had a partner and you were both kind of like minded and you could do that as a family yeah that'd be pretty tough i yeah make that decision together Mm -hmm. i don't know we'll see if my wife thinks i I don't even know if we're gonna i'm ever gonna have a wife so that's step one and then (laughs) i'll think about having the the man girl child but anyways (laughs) what is your question (laughs) man girl child bro (laughs) what is your question for us (laughs) i've done that sorry i had to read that one oh (laughs) um Okay, my question for you guys. Oh, crap. Why did I ask this in the beginning? I get so excited and yeah. I get so chatty. Yeah. Well, think about uh, maybe a question that has to do with maybe us being future parents or us being children of Or whatever you, comes or to your Or whatever head. comes to your mind. I have an idea. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> if you guys, and I promise you, this answer is going to shift as you start to learn about more of yourselves yeah. after okay. you take the Enneagram. Freaking do it. Um, <laughs> What would you each describe your like most ideal partner as? Oh, yo, we just shit. talked. At least this is a really I, good question. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking, are you not like physically? Because some people no, don't even no. stop and think about it. They're just yeah. like, let's see what I can get. It's like, why don't you kind of sit and think and also be the right partner? You know that whole thing. Yeah, but. yeah. I definitely, for me, need somebody who's like very caring and very supportive of my dreams, um, but also like helps me reel in my dreams too because I have like crazy ideas about like what I want to do but I, I need somebody who's able to support those ideas but also reel me in at the same time without putting me down yeah absolutely do you think you could be no that's another question would an entrepreneur fascinate you or is it just like not too crazies uh-uh. no like <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying I, I don't really know like I, I wouldn't be opposed to entrepreneur I don't think that that like negatively affects me in any way right. I, it's more it's literally just a, somebody who's caring and supportive of my dreams and able to like kind of reel me in, like I said, because I am kind of crazy in the mind. Yeah. I, for me, it's, it's weird because I feel like I have that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of my previous relationships, I've had actually some really strong, cool women in my life. And for some reason, and I don't know why this keeps happening, but for some reason I get, just get to a point where I get bored. I I think what happens for me is there has to be an element of like, yeah, you got to care about me and you got to have those elements of supporting me and loving me and wanting those dreams for me. I, I need actually need somebody kind of like a cat woman. I need, I need someone. Yes. I need somebody that's going to check me and challenge me constantly, yeah. constantly kind of like dangle themselves a little bit in front of me. I don't need somebody that's just going to be like all gung ho, like Chris Nappy, like love this Not dude like, till like- death. Maybe no, later in life. I, I feel that. I don't think I, I want that either. I want somebody who's able to challenge me intellectually yeah. and like to have a conversation with. But I don't want somebody to just put me down for thinking, for having a crazy idea one day yeah. and just expressing yeah, yeah, yeah. it to them and being like, 
oh, that's ridiculous. That will never happen. Like, yeah. you're a dumbass. Like, be realistic. <laughs> Sounds like your previous relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to take this Enneagram. I'm telling you. You're yeah. going to start to learn about other personality types and be like, that's what I mesh well with. So, like, for example, yeah. I am a three on the Enneagram. I'm the achiever. Nice. And oh, a wing go. two, which is the helper. You'll start to learn about wings, yeah. too. Um, and so I mesh really, really well with twos, the helper, because they – want to be like a threes cheerleader and they want to support them. But um, I also want to lead and help people evolve Mm -hmm. and I'm a great motivator. And so when we're both healthy, we really mesh well together. Like I encourage them and they nurture me and vice versa. Um, That's very cool. So my, so my previous relationship I would say is very, she's very similar to you in the sense of she's an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. like well driven. And it's really, I think it actually was a reason that we didn't work out so well. And, I don't know what our story is. I don't know if it's even complete. But I just think that she was a three and I was a three, which is that achiever. And so we're both just like so competitive with each other trying to be like the alpha that it was just it was just too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of threes aren't even friends with each other. So oh, yeah. <laughs> because Ex- we are the most competitive on the entire spectrum. But as you exactly. will start to learn, when you do these different things to take care of yourself, threes can actually be very calm, peaceful, yeah. um, loving, compassionate mm-hmm. people. They're not just these assholes that are super competitive and workaholics, yeah. depending on how you're taking care of yourself. But yeah. two threes would be really difficult. Because yeah. yeah. you need that give and that take. And I don't think I'm a tough. three. See, I don't yeah, think you are either. No, and like I think I am, and I know that yeah. I've Look. been around. And <laughs> Go take that down. <laughs> but yeah, I know like being around a really, really like strong woman. Like it's like I, I want it, but there's also a part of me that also kind of wants her to be kind of just like you're right, like just like that support arm. Like I still need a little bit of distance. I don't want me and you to like be butting heads for like who's making the most or like who's supporting each other the most. You know what I mean? I can't do that. I'm, I think that's, I'm ultra two. competitive. Get yeah, two. it's it's, <laughs> it's literally about ego to you. I feel like yeah. too. It, it, it hurts your ego to have somebody maybe more successful than you. Oh yeah, we I talked mean, about this yeah, yesterday. We did. We that's did. right. It, it definitely is very difficult for me. I I and, and I just know it about myself. Yeah, there's just nothing I can do. I, I try. I try to like kind of let it go. Mm-hmm. And and I just know, put in that situation, in the trenches, every day, I don't want to hear about it. It's I don't good to know that about it. yourself, though. Yeah, you know what no. I mean? Just very self-aware yeah, about these great. things. But, all right, that was our show. Yeah, yeah, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank her, you for having me. April Sky, uh, go check her out on Instagram. Moms yeah, Made for More. Moms, moms Made for made More. For more. Facebook on Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. If you're a mom that's made for more. You better go check out our stuff. Definitely if you're a single mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know our stuff already at Nappy and Jay pretty much on any social media account, YouTube, Instagram. www.nappyandjay.com. Make sure you have all seven W's or it won't work. Or it won't work. All right. Thanks for uh, being on the show. Yeah, that was awesome. At least seven W's? Yeah. No. Well, kind of. (laughs) Oh, on top of the three. So there's four extra. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of cool. We had a lot of W's. We made sure with our domain name. Because we're all wins. (laughs) Win, 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 win.